0: Hebrews chapter 7, interested in verse number 25 tonight as we look toward the precious word of God. If you have your place, say amen. Amen. All right, let's stand together for the reading of God's word and prayer for the message tonight. Hebrews chapter 7 and verse number 25. The Bible says, wherefore he is able also to save them to the uttermost. that come unto God by Him, seeing He ever liveth to make intercession for them. Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, God, we do thank You, Lord, for this opportunity tonight to come to You in prayer. Lord, we thank You for the sweet songs of Zion. And God, we pray, dear Lord, that we'll leave this place tonight, saying that it's been good to be in Your house. And Lord, we can say that it's been a place to where we could come tonight to... Lord, just to worship You in freedom and spirit of truth. God, I pray that You will move upon our hearts tonight. Speak to us in a very, very special way. God, I pray that we'll understand that our God is able. And Lord, we'll surely thank You, praise You, give You glory and honor for all that You do for us tonight. In Jesus' precious name we do pray. Amen. And amen. You may be seated tonight. It seems like as we continue this journey of life... Many of the people almost come to the point to where they believe that our God is not able. I'm here to tell you, our God is able to do anything today. Amen? And I'm encouraged in my heart to know that our God is able to do those things, uh, uh, all things. Uh, And you may have doubts and uh, you may have fears tonight, but I'm here to report to you according to God's Word, He is able to do all things. uh, And that encourages my heart tonight. Amen. Uh, That our God is able, is able to move upon the hearts of people, is able to change circumstances, is able to change lives. Our God is able. Many a times you and I as believers tonight, we don't give him credit for what he is actually able to do. Because my friend, listen, if he can take and save an old sinner like me, he can save anyone tonight and he is able to move in the hearts and lives of a people across this world uh, and make uh, transformations in their life that would be just unbelievable to you and I. But according to His word, He is able to do those things in which we ask of Him. And I'm glad that we serve an able God tonight, a God that will uh, help us uh, uh, through this journey of life. And as I thought about this scripture this week and began to pray what to bring to you tonight, I just want to preach this thought. It's simple tonight. God is able. God is able. I believe He's able to save to the uttermost. Amen. Uh, and and matter, it matters not how deep a man goes uh, uh, in his sin. God can save him. Paul, Paul, the apostle Paul says that Christ came to save sinners of who I am chief. Uh, he saves them to the uttermost, uh, says the writer of the Hebrews. Uh, I'm here to tell you today, there used to be an elderly lady that was over at the old converse church when we were in the old building. Uh, she'd stand up and she'd give testimony. Every once in a while, and she'd say, My God saves from the guttermost uh, to the uttermost. And I'm here to tell you that's exactly the God that we serve today. Uh, it doesn't matter how far and how deep we go into sin, uh, our God is able to reach lower than we can go uh, uh, to pick us out uh, and pick us up uh, and put us on that solid rock where we could stand. Uh, many a people today will give up praying for those individuals that are lost. Uh, we'll give up praying for those that need the Lord or we may even say even God can't save that individual but I'm here to proclaim to you in God's Word He can save to the uttermost forgive us of all of our sins and my friend write our name in the Lamb's book of life and I'm glad today that we serve a God of that fashion we serve the one and true God that is able to do just that today to save the vilest of sinners I've seen Him save those Uh, that were so deep in drugs and alcohol uh, that you thought that their life would never be changed and turned around. Uh, But the thing is, God is able to save them as well uh, and He's able to transform that life in which they once knew. Uh, Some people think salvation is intended uh, only to save them from a place called hell, uh, but then that is one of the great benefits of being saved. Probably the greatest benefit of being saved uh, is avoiding that place called hell. uh, But also, we are are called out by God and saved to where our lives can be transformed from the inside out. And our life should portray that tonight as a Christian. People should be able to look at our lives and say that individual has Jesus Christ living in their heart. They should look at my life. They should look at your life and say the Lord has definitely transformed their life in which they live. Maybe it's because that we're not really and truly saved uh, and when people don't change their lifestyles. Uh, I do believe that the devil will slip a counterfeit on people sometimes. Uh, I do believe people will come to an altar of prayer uh, without the wooing of the Holy Spirit of God, which I do believe today scripturally is a requirement. Uh, I believe that the Spirit of God has to deal with an individual's heart uh, to where they would be moved uh, in conviction and power uh, to come to a place of brokenness to where they would be saved. Uh, before it's everlasting too late. I'm glad that He can transform lives uh, where you and I cannot. Uh, Don't think that you can take your husband today uh, and think that you're going to marry him uh, and change his ways because you're not going to be able to change his ways. Uh, Husbands uh, are potential husbands and wives and that could go back the other way as well. Men, you can't change uh, that wife. It's only the Lord Jesus Christ that can make that change uh, and He is the one that can reach down from heaven and make that change. And I hope and pray that we would not be unequally yoked together uh, in, in a life that we commit ourselves forever. Amen. Uh, God is able to transform lives, He's able to save to the uttermost. Uh, I believe God's able to keep us from falling. Now that doesn't mean that you won't fall today, but Jude twenty four says, Now unto who is able to keep you from falling. And to present you faultless before the presence of His glory and exceeding joy. Let me explain this today. I believe without a shadow of a doubt... When time comes and Satan begins to tempt you and tries to pull you back out into this world, into this wicked world, I believe without a shadow of a doubt that God will make a way for you to escape. a matter of fact, that's the precious Word of God. When you're tempted by this world, when things come up in your life and it begins to hinder you and begins to hinder your service for God, and then you start getting cold on the Lord and you begin to backslide on God. I believe the Lord will get your attention by the way of the moving and the wooing of the Spirit of God to a point to where He'll make a way for you to see what's going on in your life. To where you don't have to go to that direction. To where you could turn your life around. My friend, we serve a God that's great enough to save us. He's great enough to keep us. But we need to be obedient unto Him. Because the devil will fight you tooth and nail tonight to try his best to pull you away Away from the cross of Calvary, he'll try his best tonight to get you discouraged and defeated. But I thank God today uh, that we serve a one that can bring us out of discouragement, uh, that can bring us out of depression, uh, that can bring us out of those dark places in our life. Uh, I'm listen. I can tell you from experience, I've been in some dark places as a Christian. I'm not talking about evil places that I shouldn't go. I'm just talking about when Satan and hell bombards your life and you're walking in the valley. But I'll never forget what God told me when I was coming out of a valley of about 18 months long. God spoke to my heart, not in an audible voice. He impressed upon my heart and said this. He said, Son, be faithful unto me and understand for every valley there's two mountains. There's two mountains. That means that there's going to be some good times ahead, even though I may be in the valley. So He is able today to pull me out of that valley that I'm in. He's able to put families back together again. He's able to take those off of drugs and alcohol and make them somebody. He's able, amen, to take care of those things in your life that you cannot take care of today. There's many a times that... People think that we can handle everything on your own. The problem is, you can handle some things, but a lot of things you can't handle on your own. A lot of times we need help from the God of heaven. Many a times we've got to depend on the One that saved us. Let me encourage you in everything that we do and accomplish, we ought to depend on Him. We ought to pray unto Him and ask for direction. We ought to seek His face and, and search out to the Lord and allow Him to speak to our souls tonight when we are facing difficult decisions in our life. Many a time people will make decisions without even consulting the Lord above. And that can be heartening for an individual because when you make the wrong decision... When you make the wrong decision and you, 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 everything doesn't turn out the way that you would want it to be. A lot of it could be avoided if we would have just seeked the face of the Lord. He's able tonight. Do you know He's able? Amen. He is able. He's able to keep us from falling. He's able to transform our lives. He's able to save us to the uttermost. He's able to fill our hearts with joy. Amen. I'm glad that I don't have to go around with my lip poked out looking like I've been sucking on a sour pickle. I can put a smile on my face and say, Thanks be unto God, I know that I'm saved and I've got joy in my heart. And in my life, Amen. Bible says in First Peter chapter one and verse eight, "Whom having not seen, ye love; in whom, though now ye see him not, yet believing, you rejoice with joy unspeakable." And full of glory. I'm glad that I can have some joy in my life. Even though there may be times when you're in the valley. Or you may be discouraged. uh, We should always be able to lift our heads toward heaven. And look back at what God's done for us. uh, How He's saved us. uh, How He's helped us. uh, How He's been able to come into our lives. uh, And and straighten out train wrecks of uh, families that uh, uh, we once were parts of. Uh, I'm here to tell you that's the kind of God we serve today. uh, He can take those families that's crumbling at the seam uh, and put them back together again. Uh, That's the kind of God that we serve tonight brother Ray. Uh, A God that can reach down and take somebody that is a nobody and make them somebody great in the kingdom. Uh, Listen we're not here to get plaudits upon our back. Uh, We're not here to get uh, 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 praises from this world. Uh, We're not here to be popular. We're not here to be popular. We're here to be a preacher and what God's called us to do. Uh, And I'm here to tell you there's some things and the precious word of God that's offensive. Uh, people don't like it when it rubber begins to meet the road, uh, and you begin to preach against sin, and people get uh, uh, maybe a little uh, unnervy, uh, if you will, uh, when you begin to preach about sin, and when you begin to preach about adultery, and you begin to preach about drugs or whatever it may be. Uh, but my God is able to straighten it all out tonight, uh, and I'm glad that's who I serve—a God that's alive and well, and a God that's not dead. Uh, And I don't want to ever forget what God's done for me. Because I can know without a shadow of a doubt that He is able tonight. Amen. Amen. Our God is able to bring my heart filled with joy. And He's able to use you tonight in His service. 1 Corinthians chapter 1. Verse 27 through 29. The Bible says... But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. God is able to use you in His service. With election time coming up for the church, let me tell you, if you'll make yourself available, if you'll make yourself faithful unto the Lord, He can use you in a special way. He can use you in a way that you may not think that He can use you. Oh, but what does that mean, preacher? It means you make an effort to do exactly what God may be calling you to do. And He'll give you the words of wisdom and the talent within you to do that which needs to be done. Many a people, many a people have been called to preach in the ministry down through the years. And they've said, I can't do it because I can't stand before a congregation I can't stand before people. I can't talk plain. Listen, you're looking at one that's never been able to stand before people. Still can't talk too plain. My English is nothing but Mill Hill English. But I can say this. I'm glad I'm a child of the King. and I've been called to do the work of God. And all I've done was made myself available. And we'll preach the same way to a crowd of 30 as we will to a crowd of 300 today. I'm here to tell you, listen, God will make you able to do that service for Him that is needed to be done. Many of you may think, well, I'd, I'd like to sing in the choir, preacher, but I really I really don't have a voice for the choir. I really can't sing. Well, guess what? Neither can the rest of us. Get up there and make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Amen. Amen. Some of y'all get that tomorrow. Amen. Listen, it's all about making a joyful noise unto the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We may not be able to go get a Nashville contract, but that's not what God's looking for. God's looking for somebody that's able and full of the Holy Ghost that'll just open their mouth and sing praises unto heaven. That is the one, that is what He's looking for. That's all. He's just looking for someone to raise their voices in a joyful sound toward Him. And He will make you able, if you've got desires in your heart to sing in the choir, come get in on choir practice next week. Get in the choir and let the Lord use you. Amen? Amen. Sunday night, right? Next Sunday evening. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hey, we can all be used today. We can be used for the glory of God. And some of you possess special talents tonight that others may not possess. You may have a special talent with children. You may have a special talent with senior adults. You may have a special talent of sweeping floors. Praise the Lord, we always need somebody to sweep a floor. Amen. And you may say, well preacher, that don't take much talent. But you know... I believe the psalmist David said, if I'm just a doorkeeper, amen. If we could just have somebody, Brother Ray likes to hold on to that door out there, open up the door for people to come in and put a bulletin in their hand. Amen. He does a great job. And he feels like he's doing what God wants him to do. Amen. And that may seem little to some people. And things may seem little to you. But it's great in the kingdom of God. You may think it's minute, but it's something that has to be done and has to be gone forward with in the cause of Christ. God is able to keep His promises. I like looking at the promises of the precious Word of God. Of course, God called Abraham and told him that uh, from His loins there would come a great nation. And from that nation would come the world's Messiah and would come the Savior of this world. God performed a miracle. and Isaac was born, kept His promise. And then the uh, history, you know the rest of it, the story as it goes forth. And we have the Lord Jesus Christ today as our Savior. Alive, and may I say alive and well, sitting at the right hand of the Father. Amen. He's alive. He is a living God today. But thank God for some of these promises in the Word of God. I think of Isaiah 17. The Bible says, Therefore the Lord Himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. Philippians 4.19. But my God shall supply all your need according to His riches in glory by Jesus Christ. He doesn't promise you all of your wants tonight. But thank God He promises all of our needs. And I believe that in Claim that promise today no matter where you may be in your economical stance tonight. God will supply your needs. I believe that with all my heart because it's a promise from the Word of God tonight. John rather. But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. Hebrews 13, 5, let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as you have. For He said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. One of the greatest promises in the Scripture, one of the other greatest promises there is is He's going to prepare us a place in heaven. That's a wonderful promise. A promise that He's going to never leave us nor forsake us. It's a wonderful promise. That means that, praise the Lord, no matter how low we may get, or how high we get, or how side ways you may get to the Lord is going to be with you and walk with you. You just need to recognize the fact that God's there. Amen? And plus, if you'll recognize that God's walking with you and God's talking with you, it'll keep you walking pretty straight. Amen? It'll make you walk pretty straight. Why is it? Because you know somebody's with you. Amen? Somebody's with you. And when time comes, And we have to lay this life down. I believe He's going to walk with us on into the portals of glory. And be there with us no matter what. No matter what. I don't believe death is going to be a terrible thing. Matter of fact, I believe it's going to be a wonderful thing. When we get to lay this old body down on this side. And get up on the other side perfected. Let me say tonight. We're not promised tomorrow, any of us. But we that are saved are promised that we'll have a home in heaven. And we're promised there'll be no more pain. There'll be no more sorrow. There'll be no more discouragement. No more sin. No more Satan. But it'll be a time that we'll just be able to gather around the Savior. Share stories with the saints of old. Right now we're looking through that glass darkly. But one day, it will all be clear for us. Things that you may not understand today, you'll be able to hopefully talk it over with the Lord. And if He'll allow us to know about it, then maybe we can get the answers then. I don't understand sometimes why people have to go through things. I don't understand why people go through the heartaches of life. But I do know this. God's going to be with you to the very end. And He's going to lead you. And He's going to guide you. And He is going to not forsake you. And He's going to help you. Amen. Every day we have troubles. Every day we have circumstances. Every day that comes our way, we're liable to have what people would call a bad day. Well, you know what? When you reach those days in your life, why don't you just look toward heaven and thank the good God above. And look back at how He's blessed you, how He's kept you, and the prayers that He's answered in the past, and the promises that we have for the future. God's able to keep His promises and He will. He will. The book is full of promises tonight. But also God's able to raise us from the dead. Praise the Lord. John chapter 6 verse 39 and 40. The Bible says, Life does not end at the grave. The work of Christ in us does not end at death. The best part begins the first day. Amen. Amen. And if the Lord tarries, each of us will die. Our bodies will be buried, but our spirits will go up to be with Him. Then when He comes in the air, our bodies are going to be raised. And that's the consummation, if you will, of our salvation. We're going to take on that perfection. We're going to take on a life that's going to be completely heavenly. That is what we ought to look forward to tonight. We ought to look toward those things. Look toward the things uh, that are going to be wonderful and gracious in that place called heaven. Those promises. Listen, there's many a people today that believe when an individual dies, they're still laying in the ground. Let me make myself clear the ones that are, listen, your your body is laying in the ground. That 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 flesh is going to go back to the dust of the earth. And it's going to remain there. But when the Lord Jesus Christ comes, your your spirit's gone at death. You're gone. Your spirit is gone. But when the Lord comes back, that spirit's going to be reunited with that body. And we're going to come up out of that ground with a body that's incorruptible Amen. and a body that is pure and a body that's healthy and a body that's going to go on to be with the Lord Jesus. Folks, I'm here to tell you, that's going to be a wonderful day. Amen. I've had all kind of health problems in my life from back to legs to feet to you name it. I believe I've had it. And just this past Couple of weeks, I've I've been introduced to something new. TMJ. Some of y'all may have that. I don't know. Uh, it's where you you wake up pretty much in the morning and you can't close your jaw on on one particular side, maybe some side, and uh, it's very painful. It's painful to eat. It's painful to uh, move your 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 jaws in any way at all. And man, listen, I I like to preach. I got to move my jaws, right? I know some of y'all wish I'd hush, but I, I like to move my jaws. And, uh, uh, you know, and the doctor said, you know, you got this TMJ going on, you're going to have to go to the dentist, and they'll probably give you a mouthpiece to sleep with, this, that, and the other, or whatever. But I've noticed over the last couple of days, it seems to be getting better on its own. And, you know, that's the God that we serve tonight. And a God that's able. I'm telling you, I went for about two weeks, last couple of weeks, and being out of town too, and sleeping in motels and so forth, and doing these meetings and so forth, and I, I have not been able to get any good rest, because it just seemed like that would just keep flaring up every night when you lay down, you just lay there, and you just, boy, you know, you couldn't get rid of the pain and the discomfort, and everywhere you tried to lay, you were just uncomfortable. But you know what? My God is able. Amen? I don't understand why I got hacked with that kind of stuff. I don't even know what TMJ stands for. I still don't know. But I can say this, my God's able to give me victory over it. Amen? If it takes wearing a mouthpiece at night, then I'll just have to wear a mouthpiece at night. My wife will like it because I'll have to keep my mouth shut and I won't snore. Amen. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say today is this, church, we all going to face battles. We're all going to face times in our life that we can't understand and we can't explain. But the truth of the matter is this. God's able to be with us through it all. And He'll either take care of it, Remove it or give you the grace to bear it. That's plain and simple tonight. My God's able. Your God's able. We serve the same Lord tonight, right? We serve the Lord Jesus Christ, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. The wonderful Savior of heaven. The Savior of this world. Folks, we need to understand tonight that when we are faced within battles, our God's able. I want you to stand across this building tonight as they come get us a song of invitation. He's able to raise us from the dead. He's able to keep His promises. He's able to use us in His service. He's able to fill our hearts with joy and to keep us from falling and make a way for an escape. He's able to transform our lives. And He's certainly able to save us to the uttermost. If you'll think about the things that we know that our Lord has done. As He stood in front of a tomb of a man named Lazarus. And says, Lazarus, come forth. And out come Lazarus and his grave clothes why did he come out with the grave clothes because he was going to need them on farther down the road but did you know when Jesus come out of the tomb he left the napkin folded and the grave clothes behind Do you know why he wasn't going to need them grave clothes anymore and the napkin was folded to show and to prove that he's not finished yet that he'll be back if he's able to raise the dead if he's able to touch blinded eyes to where they can see if he's able to touch crippled legs to where they can walk if he's able to save a soul like yours and mine don't you believe he's able to take care of whatever situations in your life Whatever it may be tonight. I have family tonight that I'm very concerned with. It's on my heart. But I know God's able. God's able to change a heart. There's people tonight that should be in this church. I don't know where they are. Some of them may have been here this morning. But God's still able. God's still able. I believe God's looking for a few people that'll say, Lord, I'm gonna make myself available. And then God's gonna say, I'm gonna make you able going to be able to do all those things in which we ask Him to do. We're going to go to the Lord in prayer and ask the Lord of Heaven to help us tonight. If you've got a need and you'd like to come around this altar and pray, the Lord's dealing with your heart and speaking to you. I pray you'd come for He's able. Our Father in Heaven, God in Jesus' name, we do love you. We thank You for Jesus, Him dying on the cross of Calvary. God, I know You're able tonight to save to the uttermost, to do those things which we may think that You are not able to do. But Lord, we know You're able tonight. And God, I pray in Jesus' name You'll help us. Amen. And amen. You've got you've got